Good morning and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we look at what's hot in the news, what's new in research, or any topic that can affect our health, vitality, and longevity. Well, looks like we're in another siege of COVID this winter. And for those of you that haven't made changes in your health routine, just know it's never too late to build your arsenal for helping you stay healthy and infection-free. There are things that you can do, things you can take, and also things that you can avoid that can increase your odds of staying healthy. Being inside, close to people, eating processed food, and not getting enough sun for that wonderful vitamin D makes us more prone to all sorts of viruses, including COVID-19. If you're a regular listener, you know I encourage you to do all the healthy diet and lifestyle habits that we know that's good for you. Healthy diet and lifestyle boosts your immune system, boosts your quality of life, and it goes a long way to ensure your health, vitality, and longevity. The basics of good life that not only scientific research has proven, but also the insights that we've gotten from the blue zones around the world, like eating a lot of vegetables, avoiding sugar, maintaining a low stress level, exercising daily, getting pure, clean water, and eight hours of good, uninterrupted sleep every night. Besides having good and loving and supportive relationships, that's the foundation for a healthy body. Simple as that and as hard as that in the 21st century. Then you add all the stress of the holidays, I can wear you down. And now with COVID and all the stress in the holidays, it's taken it to a new level. You know, you can't dwell on this. You have to keep your mental state up and realize we are getting through this and there will be an end to this pandemic. Spanish flu didn't last forever. They all run their course. So the most important stress-reducing things that we can do right now is stay mentally positive and practice good safety measures while we bulldoze through this. So first, the basic hygiene reminders. You know, I guess we all should know this, but still it bears repeating. Washing your hands, avoiding touching your faces, and you know that friction when you're washing your hand disrupts the virus's cell membrane. So it's a really good effective measure to reduce the spread of any any virus. So also using alcohol sanitizers if you can't wash your hands. Again, that alcohol disrupts the virus membrane. Also avoiding surfaces that other people have touched as much as possible, like using your own pen, for example, so you don't just keep passing that around. Avoiding crowds, minimizing time around people, keeping it to 15 minutes or less. That's what the research shows. So minimizing exposure, keeping it to 15 minutes or less. CDC recommends wearing a mask, but 86% of the people that test positive report they wear a mask all the time. So you can't count on the mask for sure. It's a virus. It's tiny. It wants to spread. So, you know, you basically anything you use that's non-medical is going to help, but it's not perfect. So then it just comes down to our biology. You don't want to be a good host. 
I keep saying that. Don't be a good host. You want to keep your natural killer cells of the immune system. And that that's what they call them because they seek out and destroy the bad guys. These natural killer cells need to be kept strong by all the basic things, a good night's sleep, a good diet, rich in protein, healthy omega-3 fats, all the plant phytochemicals, antioxidants, fibers, veggies, and all the fruits, you know? Then you know I'm going to bash sugar. It makes the natural killer cells wimpy and weak for up to six hours after eating. So, you know, if you have something sweet for breakfast, one of those mocha lattes or something with honey or pop and, and a standard American lunch and dinner, you're handicapping your immune system and kind of setting yourself up. And this isn't me saying it, it's research. So eating the real food gives your cells the information they need to work for you and keep you healthy. You want to increase your immunity? Avoid fast food. Eat at home. Biology also is involved with what they call the comorbidities. And they talk about it. And remember, it's never too late to make changes. You always have the power to choose. It is always your choice. So metabolic syndrome. Research says obesity, diabetes, all those things worsen the outcome for COVID-19 and influenza because these conditions are more likely to increase those pro-inflammatory cytokines that lead to that cytokine storm. Obesity also increases the duration that you carry the virus and share it longer. It's kind of like you walk around and you shed that virus much longer to the people around you. So it is especially negative in a society that tends to be in poor metabolic health. So that's why England and even Mexico have started health campaigns to get people leaner and eating better. Yay for them. What is the U.S. doing? Nothing except depending on drugs and vaccines. Just not right. We want to, I want to empower you to be healthier. You know, so you don't depend on all that stuff. So now our nutrition gives our bodies, the biology of our bodies, the power to fight these bugs really good. Well-nourished with adequate vitamin D and zinc and C and all sorts of things. So we're going to go through some of the supplements. First, the big three that you hear about, vitamin D, powerful in studies around covid one study showed the mortality rate of patients with a severely low vitamin D, and they had this at a serum level of 14, was 21% versus 3% that had moderate, and I would even call this low levels of vitamin D, and that's 28. You want to be around 60. And just to review vitamin D, you may be at risk at not absorbing and converting vitamin D if you're older, if you're overweight, if you live in the northern latitudes, if you have darker skin, wear sunscreen, are inside most of the time, or wear clothes. Who doesn't need to supplement with vitamin D around here? We're not walking around in bathing suits on the beach all day. 
So several studies, you know, not just with infections, but several studies demonstrate vitamin D significantly impacts your cancer risk, both at preventing and in the treatment of cancer. The risk for metastatic cancer and death was reduced by 38% among those people who maintained a healthy weight. So really it's vitamin D and weight compared to 17% overall. So body weight probably plays a big role in whether vitamin D supplements are going to give you that anti, anti-cancer benefit. Not only, I mean, a lot of different kinds of cancer, colorectal cancer, but also breast cancer. Women who have vitamin D levels above 60 have an 82% lower risk of breast cancer compared to those with a level below 20. You got to get it tested to know. So how to optimize vitamin D? Because sometimes it's a little stubborn. You know, you want to make sure that you've got vitamin K2 and magnesium. You need magnesium to convert vitamin D to its active form. So on top of that, if you have a genetic quirk like I do, it makes my vitamin D receptor lazy, you got to take between two and 5,000 IUs a day. Retest every three to four months to make sure you're at that target range. So vitamin D, top in everybody's list. Then vitamin C, simple old vitamin C increases that natural killer cell activity. Also, it decreases the overall viral inflammation and it reduces lung inflammation threefold. According to a Chinese research, it shortened the hospital stay and mortality if given to the COVID patient's IV. Some studies combined it with B1 and the treatments had good results. You know, you you need more than what is required to prevent scurvy. So a multivitamin is not going to be enough. Vitamin C supplements reduce the length of stay in the ICU unit, uh, shortened ventilation times in critical COVID patients, and reduced sepsis mortality. A safe overall high dose is between two and eight grams a day, but you have to be careful if you've got... uh, history of kidney stones or kidney disease, but more than just in a multivitamin. Okay, so you've got um, your D levels. We've got your C levels. Now, zinc. Oh, does a lot of things. It prevents the entry of the virus into the cell. It lowers pro-inflammatory compounds. And we have all known that lower zinc levels put you at risk for infections. We've known this forever. European studies have found that higher levels of zinc in the blood were tied to lower pro-inflammatory compounds. Spanish researchers found that overall, after adjusting for all sorts of factors, people for every unit of zinc in the blood was tied to a 7% lowering of the odds that that person would die in the hospital. So interesting, most of the risk groups described for COVID are the same risk groups that are associated with zinc deficiency. And also, it's always been associated with loss of taste and smell. So theoretically, the body's just using up zinc quickly, and that's where the symptoms of loss of taste and smell may be coming from. 
So anywhere between 5 and 50 milligrams of zinc is going to be helpful and help prevent immune problems. You don't want to overdo it because you can get other minerals out of balance, copper and iron. I love zinc lozenges, uh, zinc spray at the first sign of a sore throat. It immobilizes the virus and helps prevent replication of that virus. So taking zinc lozenges at the first onset of a cold has been shown to cut the duration by six to seven days, if done correctly. So you need to take it every two hours and max dose 75 milligrams. Higher doses can cause imbalances and you only wanna do that high dose for short term only. So prevention, women can consider 25 milligrams, men 50 milligrams over a, a length of time, not forever. Other supplements that can be useful, melatonin. It was part of President Trump's prescription when he got over COVID, seems like in a weekend. We think of it only for sleep, but gosh, the immune effects are outstanding. It boosts our own production of antioxidant enzymes. So high doses, and they're, they're talking high doses, divided up throughout the day between 36 and 72 milligrams. Uh, much higher than the three milligrams that you would take for sleep. It's so safe. They have not found any side effects besides maybe a little sleepiness. So they've done lots of COVID research on this. Next thing to consider, selenium. Not only is selenium deficiency associated with a five-fold higher risk of dying from COVID, but a three-fold higher risk of having a poor outcome. So if you're deficient in selenium, it is important to get that in because it's going to boost glutathione, your own enzymes, your own antioxidants. So we have none in our soil and water around here. So be sure your multivitamin has at least 150 micrograms or you're eating four Brazil nuts every day. You know, now we can talk about astragalus, one of my favorite gentle immune herbs. We can talk about berberine, golden seal, top shelf antiviral, antibacterial, echinacea, boosts the overall immune system, elderberry for its antiviral, eucalyptus, flavonoids, garlic, licorice, mushrooms, oh my gosh, they do so much at boosting the immune system. Oregano, olive leaf, propolis, another one top shelf. Quercetin, rich in onions, really good at preventing the entry of the virus in the early stages. Also keeps down the pro-inflammatory cytokines, great for the lungs. Vitamin A, you know, all of these compounds I'm talking about come from food, and herbs and have been used since the beginning of time. So there you go. So many preventive options. COVID has taught us a lot of things. Most importantly, we need to take care of ourselves. Good habits, power of nature to heal has gotten humanity to almost 2021. There aren't any shortcuts. Taking time to tend to your health is going to pay you back in health vitality, and longevity. Thanks for listening to another edition of Today's Nutrition. I hope you learned something that will help you or someone you love. As always, you can listen to this show again on my website, debford.com. Have a wonderful day and take really good care of yourself.